Yo, what's good? It's your boy Jack Spade, and you've tuned into another edition of Built Different. And of course, this right here is a soapbox shorty. All right, we're gonna talk a little bit about one of the greatest days of the year. It's also one of the saddest days of the year because this day, it means the beginning of something extraordinary and also that the end is near. So it's uh, it's, uh, extremely bittersweet. And that day is game one of the NBA Finals. Woo! Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. We have game one of the NBA Finals. The Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat. The battle for the Larry O'Brien. It's about to go down in the bubble. First and foremost, let me just say the bubble was an amazing idea. We saw that uh, the NBA did this in Orlando. The WNBA is down in Sarasota, Florida at, uh, I believe they're at IMG, which is a uh, large sports facility and prep school. And then uh, the hockey players in the NHL did this in Canada. Go Bolts, your new Stanley Cup champions. Oh, man, awesome. But we'll talk about that later. This is a soapbox shorty for the NBA Finals. And amazing, man, amazing. We are here for game one. The LeBron James-led Lakers versus the Jimmy Butler-led Miami Heat. Both teams have had an amazing playoff series. Amazing. Uh, The Miami Heat took down the number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks, which a lot of people did not see that happening. Uh, I, for one, saw it happening. We'll say that for another podcast. But this matchup between the Lakers and the Heat, two teams that have quality defenses, solid defenses. Uh, they're both different in their approach, but extremely effective. Uh, Miami's defense is very perimeter heavy. Uh, they have a lot of guards, forwards that have some size on them. And they rotate and they, they switch pretty explosively. And uh, Eric Spolstra, head coach of the Miami Heat, has thrown in some different zone combinations uh, and some different schemes and formulas based on who they're playing. Uh, the Lakers have changed lineups defensively based off who they're playing, but the scheme remains the same. They, they lock in and they get very intense. Um, and they apply a lot of pressure on the ball. And the help side defenders are very alert and in the passing lanes. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see which 
lineup prevails, the Lakers are going to try to overpower them, I'm sure, uh, with the hopes of being able to play one of their bigs alongside Anthony Davis uh, to have him at the four, the power four position. If this is successful, uh, I think the Lakers are going to be able to uh, steamroll the Miami Heat. Uh, because if that's the case, if they are able to play their their big lineup, it, it makes them extremely dangerous because you have Anthony Davis playing the power forward alongside either Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee. Uh, I'd prefer to see Dwight Howard start simply because he's so athletic and so strong that you really wouldn't be able to keep him off the boards unless you play one of your bigs. And if you if the Miami Heat play one of their bigs, it's either going to be Myers Leonard or Kelly Olenek. And neither one of those guys are very mm, physically imposing and present much of a challenge for keeping Dwight Howard off the boards. That also will put Bam Adebayo in the position where do you choose to play Bam at the five and have him stick Dwight and just focus on keeping him off the boards. Uh, whoever sticks Anthony Davis is going to be in for uh, a real battle because he's shown in this these playoffs that he's been able to score inside and out. And when you put a guy on him that is uh, a, a, a power forward or center player traditionally, but not the same height, uh, he's been able to eat him up, light him up, barbecue chicken. Um, and then the Miami Heat potentially could counter that and say, you know what, we're not going to play big. We'll play Bam, and then we'll play one of our tall athletic wings on Anthony Davis. Uh, but the issue with that is who then checks LeBron James? And I'm guessing it'll probably be Jimmy Butler. And I think LeBron would probably operate more in the post. And none of the wings for the Miami Heat are big enough or solid enough to really present a, uh, a true uh, challenge for LeBron James. Uh, both matchups this season... The Miami Heat lost to the Lakers. Uh, they lost in Miami, and then when they went to L.A., they lost as well. The Miami game was probably a little more competitive. It was earlier in the season. Um, the, the Lakers really had to pull that one out. It was a close game decided in the fourth quarter. Uh, second game in Los Angeles. Mm wasn't that tough of a competition, uh, but it was a little bit of a challenge. The Miami Heat tried to play a little bit of zone, uh, but one of the greatest players of all time with one of the highest basketball IQs and that coaching staff were able to figure out the weak points in that zone defense and they exploited it and the Heat went down. Um, the Heat really want to play to their strengths offensively, which is being able to get into the paint and kick it out for their shooters and a lot of ball movement. 
I I liken the Heat's offense somewhat to James Harden and the Rockets. Um, the big difference is the Heat don't have the none of their guards penetrate at the penetrate the paint at the rate that James Harden did, and that's where the Heat are going to really have to figure out how to be more effective offensively. Um, James Harden got to the paint at an alarming rate uh, with his ball handling, his size, being 6'5", and such a physically physically imposing figure. Uh, he created a matchup problem for anyone who checks him, plays defense on him. Uh, I don't think the Heat have that. Uh, I don't think Jimmy Butler is that kind of facilitator. He has been getting in the paint, finding the Miami Heat players, but he did that against a very uh, small, uh, it looked like overwhelmed Boston team. Uh, they were they were looking very lost uh, in that series with the Heat. Uh, I don't see the same being the case for the Lakers. Uh, I know the Lakers uh, have their moments where sometimes they're not as focused as they need to be, but I I think they're going to turn up the intensity level for these NBA Finals. Um, Everyone on the Lakers is playing for something. Uh, The pride, hands down, is the biggest factor but they're all trying to overcome a personal battle to reach, you know, championship status. LeBron is not trying to lose to the Miami Heat. He's not trying to lose in the finals, period. Uh, He knows that he's here to win. And uh, the entire organization is trying to win this one for Kobe. Uh, Rest in paradise, Mamba. And they're all trying to bring this championship home for Kobe Bryant, for the legacy, for the fans. But then a lot of guys have personal uh, situations. Anthony Davis is definitely wanting to prove that he is a champion, that he is going to try and solidify that. He's one of the NBA greats uh, currently in the league. Dwight Howard wants to win because this is his second time playing in the NBA Finals. And uh, last time he was here, he, he didn't he didn't play that great. And it's been whew, a long time since he was last here. So he's trying to make sure that uh, this time it's a different outcome. Uh, you have Rondo, who'd love to get another ring. That would add to his, uh, you know, Hall of Fame resume. Uh, Danny Green, who played terrible in last year's NBA Finals, but still got a ring with the Raptors. Uh, He's definitely wanting to put on a better performance than he did last year. He's actually put on a better performance throughout the playoffs than he did last year, but he definitely wants to bring that home. Um, And it's just a lot of guys on the Lakers are are playing for something. and that's what they, they're trying to solidify. Not to say the Miami Heat aren't playing for something, but they don't have the pressure that the Lakers have on them. Uh, I see this being a five-game series. Miami could make it six, but I think 
the Lakers and LeBron James snuff it out. I think they shut him down five game series. I don't think they beat him four straight. Um, I think they could beat them four straight. It would definitely require them to um, have start the game with an incredibly high level of focus and make sure that they're not turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Uh, they wouldn't be able to have, they couldn't have more than 10 turnovers for the game. They can't do that. Uh, seven would be ideal. But if they have more than 10, then they're, they're putting themselves in a real tight position because Miami plays great in transition. Uh, the emergence of Tyler Hero uh, is, is it's insane. Uh, I knew the kid could play watching him play at Kentucky. And uh, throughout the season, he's played very well. But in the playoffs, he's been unleashed. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a very entertaining NBA Finals. Game one is going to be a heavyweight fight because they're going to try to come out and fill each other out, but also try to throw some haymakers to really let the other team know that they're that they're in the building and that they're here for a reason. Uh, so it'll definitely be a good game, good series, but I got the Lakers in five. Um, yeah, I said it. <laughs> But uh, seriously, thanks for tuning in. It's your boy Jack Spade, Soapbox Shorty, NBA Finals. Let's get it. <laughs>